Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. The annual AMO conference wraps up today in London. Mayor Josh Morgan will be taking part in a panel discussing London's health and homelessness response. Home, uh, homelessness is certainly a big issue, as is housing. Housing has been a, a hot topic so far during AMO. Uh, Premier Doug Ford uh, speak uh, spoke on Monday. Uh, the opposition leaders, including the official opposition leader, uh, Marit Stiles, leader of the NDP, also uh, spoke on a Monday. And um, just yesterday, we got an update that was, you know, housing adjacent in terms of the resignation of the uh, chief of staff to uh, Steve Clark, the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing, Ryan Amato, uh, resigned uh, yesterday after a recent report from the Auditor General found that developers who had access to him wound up with 92% of the land that was removed from the uh, Greenbelt, a uh, new addition uh, to the uh, growing Greenbelt uh, controversy. Uh, to uh, talk about all of this, we are uh, joined by uh, Marit Stiles, leader of the opposition and uh, the NDP. Uh, appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So uh, with regards to this, uh, I, I wanted to talk housing, but with this uh, development last night, I need to start there on, on the green belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this resignation, um, uh, were you surprised to see this? What's your, what's your take on the resignation of the chief of staff? Well, you know, I've always said I, I of course, would expect the chief of staff after these, this this terrible attorney gen, um, auditor general report came out, which I have to say is like, pretty unprecedented, much of what she found. Uh, The bare minimum of accountability is for, uh, you know, the chief of staff to step down, but it really is the bare minimum. I mean, obviously the staffer didn't act independently. The the auditor general is pretty clear about the fact that, of course, you know, the the minister uh, would have been in 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 control of that and the and at the end of the day it was the premier who directed the the minister that's that's in the uh in the report you know to to dispose of the greenbelt land so i think at the end of the day um you know i certainly have asked and i will continue to ask for the minister to take responsibility and do the right thing and step down as minister uh, uh and if he won't do that i think mr ford should uh ask him to but, you know, Mr. Ford ultimately needs to face the music and do the right thing and restore these lands to the Green Belt. Uh, both uh, Mr. Clark and Premier Ford have said they were unaware, but based on what you just said there, I assume you don't believe that. You know, I, I don't in the end. I mean, I, I've been around government and politics for 30 years. Um, I think many folks who have worked, I've talked to many people who uh, more recently have worked in this government and have um, worked in uh, with other governments that were in similar situations. And I think it's pretty clear. I mean, first of all, the buck stops with them. So that's, that's the other thing. Ultimately, it's responsibility and accountability. But I think it really defies belief that they wouldn't that they wouldn't know anything, or certainly that the minister wouldn't know anything. But we also have a lot of questions, you know, circling the, the, the premier. I mean, he lied to Ontarians saying he was never going to pave over the green belt. Um, and then now, you know, he's, he's taken a whole lot of money, a lot of land out of uh, the green belt. Uh, a few people who are very connected to the conservatives are making uh, billions now, $8.3 billion off of this land. Um, and uh, we learned just last night that the OPP is handing the matter over to the RCMP. So, 
there needs to be, I mean, I think this, this is not ending anytime soon. And what we've asked the premier to do is at least recall the legislature so that we can, you know, reverse this legislation that he put in place to make this possible and return the land to the Greenbelt, which is ultimately what I think Ontarians really want, because this has nothing to do with uh, actually building housing. This is only going to build, you know, some luxury sprawl. It's not going to build the housing we need. And I just spent, you know, uh, days here in London with municipal officials from all across the province who say that very clearly. They have plans. They have housing they need built. What they need is the government to actually support them. As it relates to housing, what is what should the province be doing? What is the central role for uh, for for housing uh, for the province when it comes to housing to increase the number of uh, units in in Ontario? Mm. Well, I mean, <clears throat> first of all, what I heard this this uh, week was uh, that a lot of uh, developers are have permits already; it's ready to go. Uh, uh, municipalities have made that possible, and they're just haven't started building yet. And because of that, you know, I think we have to look very carefully at what uh, the obstacles are. And, you know, a lot of it is is inflation. Um, but we need the provincial and federal governments to come together and actually come up with solutions, so, solutions to get it moving. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, I I think it's pretty fair to say that we, we can't necessarily trust that that's going to include the truly affordable housing that we need. And that's really the big issue. Uh, we need nonprofit housing. We need public housing and supportive housing and, you know, a co-op housing. Governments haven't built this kind of housing in, in 30 years when the provincial and federal government got out of that. You know, let's let's get back to building that kind of housing again. Let's get the provincial government back in, involved in doing that. And in the meantime, you know, let's stop. Let's let's bring in some real rent control so rent doesn't keep skyrocketing for people. Um, let's crack down on you know land speculation, and let's make sure that the rules are in place that let um, let our municipalities, our cities actually build the homes they need to build within existing uh, boundaries. With regards to affordable housing, Mr. Clark did say yesterday the government would like to change the definition of affordable housing. Is that, is that something that could help? Yeah, he's talked about that before. And um, I think that the, one of the other things that a lot of the folks in the like city councillors and stuff were saying to us is, Look, they keep saying, you know, make it, it has to be affordable, it has to be attainable, but they're not really telling us what that means uh, by their definition. So uh, the government needs to come up with a very, it has to be more clear with cities about what that is defined as because, you know, they're saying, oh, we'll give you all this money, more money to help if you go ahead and uh, make sure there's, you know, housing actually gets started and some of it is affordable, but you're not telling us what that means and you're not telling developers either. So, um, you know, gosh, we are we are way behind here. We are in the middle of a housing crisis. It's long since past due that the government got onto this file. And you know what? Uh, it might be, as I said, I, I don't even think he can be trusted anymore. I think he should be resigning. Uh, I think the premier needs to take some responsibility. And uh, and we need we and you know what? We are in a housing crisis. So even though the green belt issue has nothing to do with housing, let's get real and start actually building housing that people can afford. We will follow with interest. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you.
That's Amart Stiles, a leader of the official opposition and the Ontario NDP.